0: You're listening to Chatting with Copywriters. I'm your co-host, Kimberly Whitecamp.
1: And I'm Bobby Lind. And on each episode, we break down the mysteries of copywriting and marketing. Thanks for tuning in. Today's episodes are going to be a real treat for you guys because we go a little bit longer and dive real deep into our topic today.
0: Welcome to this week's episode of Chatting with Copywriters. Today, we're going to dive into understanding how Facebook ads really work, what the platform wants you to do, and how you can make it work for you. Bobby and I really like to chat about all kinds of topics from history to pop culture to really why does it rain every single day. But inevitably, everything comes back to marketing. Hey, Bobby, I got a random question for you that's going to kind of relate to our topic for the day. Coffee or tea?
1: Oh, tea all the way. In fact, I think I can maybe count on one hand the number of times I've ever tried coffee and I can't stand the taste of it.
0: Oh, wow. That is very interesting. So for me, I kind of have the, um, I have both extremes. So growing up, I didn't like either. I thought they smelled funny. I thought they were gross. I tried them. I was like, no, this is not happening. Of course, the tea I would tend to try was iced tea, which to me is like tasteless unless you add a ton of sugar and then it just tastes like sugar. That's the only way to have iced tea. Yeah, No, it it (laughs) makes me cringe just thinking about it. So um, I did not like coffee. I did not like tea. I didn't really drink any of them. And then I moved to China. Where, the, what's uh,
1: the price of tea in China? This is the question I've always asked people.
0: <laughs> well, depending, uh, if you go to a restaurant, the price of tea in China is free. Because you know how in America, they give you water? Oh, that, you know, that
1: doesn't surprise me, actually.
0: Well, here's China the thing. China would do that. You can't drink the water in China. Not even the Chinese drink the water in China. It has to be boiled. So.
1: If you're going to boil it, you make it a tea. This you make it perf- into tea.
0: At this tea, makes perfect sense to refills. me. Yeah, you See, get free refills. You would have like these huge canisters. Um, that had boiled water in them. And when your teapot gets empty, they just pour more hot water over the leaf. Uh-huh, absolutely. And then I moved, um, so I would only drink tea and then I moved to Spain and, uh, their tea selections were abysmal and everywhere you went, people were like, let's meet for a coffee. Cause in Spain, you don't really meet at people's homes unless you're like incredibly, incredibly close with people. So if you're going to meet friends, you don't just hang out at your house, you go somewhere. So the easy like that tea method. Yeah, the easy and cheap method is to uh, go have a coffee. Coffee, yeah. And I got introduced to coffee with café con leche, which is like one shot of espresso and two-thirds of a teacup full of steamed milk. (laughs) So I got
1: introduced to it slowly. The last time I had that much caffeine injected into my body, my coworkers were about ready to kill me. So I do tea.
0: (laughs) You do tea. Okay. Well, tea can be pretty strong, though, If you have well, black, yeah.
1: yeah. Well, you know, I, I spent uh, I spent the formative years of my life in England, so between the ages of eight and 12, and that's where, I mean, there are, there are some traditions that were just hard for me to give up. Not that I really wanted to, because tea is awesome, and there's so much variety to it. I mean, the difference in taste between green tea and black tea and white tea or oolong tea... Or um, you know all the uh, Rubio's tea. There's so much variety and flavor, and it's massively different. I mean, coffee to me is coffee is coffee is coffee. So
0: oh, absolutely not.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, it's just not my thing.
0: <laughs> uh, that's okay. Uh, every time, um, whenever I've made coffee and my mom comes over, she's like, "Oh, it smells like dirt in here. Why does it smell like dirt?" She's like, "Oh, you made coffee. It smells that's like very dirt." Very <laughs> much how I feel about coffee. But then I've heard people say the same thing about tea. It smells like dirt. And it's interesting because, you know, coffee's made out of beans and tea is made out of leaves, both of which are, you know, they're plant material. And if they're you burn it... They're of the
1: ground, yes. They're <laughs> of
0: the ground. So, you know, depending on your, your your nasal palate, it can smell like dirt. It's very intriguing. So uh, coffee or tea, right? That is uh, it's a great way to segue into what we're talking about because Bobby really likes really, really likes tea, okay? And I really like coffee. I don't mind tea, but I really like coffee. So we're, you know, around the same demographics in a lot of other ways, but that's one thing, that's one interest we have that's very, very different. And in today's episode, what we're talking about is how to use Facebook's interest targeting, how to use Facebook's own algorithm to kind of understand how it works and making your own ads that really speak to what people are interested in, not what they're not interested in. Right. So if I were to try and serve Bobby an ad about coffee, she's going to scroll on past. But if I were to serve an ad to myself about coffee, I might pause depending on what I'm looking for. So let's take it away.
1: Yeah. So here's the, here's the thing about Facebook ads. Um, And we really could do an entire podcast on just Facebook ads. Oh, we
0: could do more than an entire podcast. Oh yeah.
1: No, we could, we could do an entire podcast on Facebook ads. Um, (laughs) like not just an episode. Okay. right? Like an entire podcast on Facebook ads. Here's the thing about Facebook ads. You have to, there, there's two things that you really have to understand at a very conceptual level. You don't have to understand the details, but you have to understand it at the conceptual level. Number one is how Facebook works or how Facebook wants to work. There's a difference. And the other one is to understand how the algorithm works. Now, conceptually, not in a very detailed level. So if you understand how Facebook wants to work, not how it works, how it wants to work. Facebook wants to be a platform of engagement and keeping people in communication. Okay. The number one way to kill communication is to come across as an ad, right? Because if you're like, oh my God, you know, if you come across as being uber salesy in your face, you know, and completely irrelevant to why people are on Facebook, it's like walking into a bar and shouting at the top of your lungs going, hey, want to buy my stuff? The people in the bar are going to look at you and go, dude, get the drink out of here, right? Yeah, they're like, we're drinking. Now, if you come to the same bar and you sit down to the guy next to you and you go, you know, hey, I saw this really interesting thing that you might be interested. Did you know this thing about beer? Boom, and this is what it is. And hey, you know, I also sell this information about how to consume beer without getting drunk, you know, whatever it is, right? You give them kind of that lead in, also known as an opt-in, right? You give them that lead in for what it is that they're already in the middle of doing, right? So on Facebook, it's about being social. It's about being communications based. And Facebook wants to keep people on the Facebook platform. Okay. So that's how Facebook wants to work, right? That is not how most advertisers deal with Facebook. Right, they just come in and they start shouting, or they start assuming that everybody there is just waiting to look at their ad. Okay, so if you understand how Facebook wants to work, it makes things a lot easier. So you post native style content. You post a mix of content. Sometimes it's pictures because that's what a lot of people are doing. Sometimes it's those little handheld selfie videos of people walking <laughs> in the woods. You know, because it's intriguing. It looks like it belongs on the platform. Okay. That's that the ads. first thing about Facebook ads. The second thing to understand about Facebook when dealing with ads is the algorithm and the conceptually how the algorithm works. And this is when you say, I have super zoomed in my targeting on Facebook, right? To where I've got it down to a thousand people that are in this audience that I'm going to target to. That's not, if Facebook goes, great. You have just given me some massive handcuffs because The Facebook algorithm does not go, oh, this audience is a thousand people. Let me send it to all of them. Right. Because Facebook wants to be a communication platform. So Facebook's algorithm goes, okay, well, you've only given me a thousand people in your audience. I'm going to send it to a fraction of a percent of them and gauge their interest. Absolutely. So then the algorithm goes, okay, so I'm going to send this out of this thousand people. I'm going to send it to 10 And see what happens. And if four people do some type of engagement, they stop their scrolling and watch it for a little bit. They click on it. They like it, whatever. Then it goes, okay, so now I'm going to build the profile around these people that are already engaged because it has all that data. And it goes, okay, now inside of your constraints of a thousand people, I'm going to show this ad to the people that are are most like the four that clicked. So, how many people do you think you really get access to? So, even exactly. if you're, even if you're spending five dollars a day, this is part of where people don't get the full ad spend, right? So they're like, Facebook only spent three dollars of my four dollars of my five dollar ad spend. I don't understand it. Most likely, you're restricting Facebook's algorithm from working, right? The way that I try, the way that I do it from a very basic starting point is, you can spend ten dollars per 10,000 people in your interest group. Okay. This is a general rule of thumb. So if you get to a hundred thousand dollars strong, I mean, a hundred thousand strong Facebook targeting audience, you can spend up to a hundred dollars a day, right? This is awesome because you've now given Facebook much more to work with and it can work inside of those constraints. It's a general rule of thumb that I use. I've been playing around with that a little bit from the last five to six years of working on Facebook and spending really millions of dollars in Facebook ads. That's kind of the general rule that I've come across. And for some of the other major players in Facebook advertising, they tend to follow very similar rules. So it's about $10 a day per a $10,000 for a 10,000 strong audience, audience interest group.
0: Absolutely. And then you also have to take into account, as you were saying, Facebook doesn't like having the ultra, ultra targeted. But Facebook also doesn't like the insanely large groups, because if you give such a a huge, huge, huge audience where it's literally everyone on Facebook, well, do you really think that everyone on Facebook wants to hear about what you're talking about at that moment?
1: That's where the affinity, that's where the relevance scores actually come into play, right? So Absolutely. if you go, I'm going to target people that like Tony Robbins on Facebook. Yeah, that's like 4.5 million people that have expressed an interest. <laughs> I love
0: that you know that number right off the bat, <laughs>
1: you know, data and that.
0: It's been a while since
1: I've actually looked at his audience. But the last time that I looked to Target, his audience, just for, you know, s gs um, I, I said, you know, let's go find out. It's like 4.5 million people. Here's the problem with that. If I'm trying to sell beautiful coffee mugs that, you know, customized and have your name on, not that I may be holding one right now. But if I'm trying to sell coffee mugs to people that in this massive group of 4.5 million people, because that's my interest targeting that I've got, and I'm spending $10 a day, number one, my, my relevance score is going to be very low because I really have no idea. Because I go, hmm, all these people that listen to Tony Robbins must drink coffee, so I'm going to target <laughs> them as, hey, coffee lovers. Ta-da! My relevance score is going to be crap, okay? Relevance score in Facebook is on a scale of 1 to 10, how likely are are your people that you're targeting to like, engage, and share your information, okay? Mm -hmm. A successful ad is an 8 or higher, right? So a relevance score of 8 or higher. Now, here's the kicker. You have to get to 500 unique page, unique ads in order to even get your initial relevance score. Okay, so you mm-hmm. have to get to 500 unique views of your ad. This is views, which means Facebook just has to show it to people. Impressions is is really what it is in, in, the, in the back end of Facebook. You have to get to 500 impressions before you can even get a relevance score. Why? Because Facebook needs an element of data before they can give that to you. So eight or yes, higher is absolutely. really, it's a, it's a winning ad. And that means that you have got relevancy to the type of people that you're targeting, all right? So there is so much that goes into the back end of Facebook. And if you just start at $5 a day, you'll get data. You may not get good data, but you'll get data.
0: Absolutely. And that's part of the issue too, you know, when it's $5 a day, it's a group you've chosen, it's not too hyper-targeted, it's broad enough and relevant enough, but you also have to give the algorithm time to work. If you're doing a campaign and you only read it Uh, and you only let it run for a few days, then Facebook needs more time. I I worked with a client who did uh, their very first ad, was on a sale that only lasted a few days. So spending such a low amount over such a short period of time, I think the final impressions were only like 250 or 300 people. They kept saying, oh my gosh, the the click-through rate is so low. And I was explaining, if you look at your numbers, and if you look at how Facebook has decided to spend money on your test, the click-through rate was increasing, which means that the changes they'd made and the audience they chose as they showed it to more people that matched was becoming more relevant, at least within that six-day period.
1: So it takes Facebook four days To actually work through its own testing before it starts to to understand what's going on. And that doesn't matter, and it doesn't matter how much you're spending. If it's a new ad, it takes Facebook a minimum of four days to get through. Now, if you are spending an, an exponential amount on Facebook, you can get that significantly faster. It's got to get to that 500 impressions mark. Now, if you are spending more than, you know, if you're spending quite a bit, you're getting to, you know, you're getting into a whole different strategy level at that point, which I'm always happy to talk about. But,
0: um, <laughs> you know. So, so for the small business uh, audience that we have listening in, you know, for mm-hmm. the people who are not going to be spending an exponential larger and larger uh, amounts of money there you know they're not spending five dollars a day they're looking to spend a little bit more than that but they're uh-huh. also not looking to spend like a million dollars a day either so what would you say they need to include so once they understand okay now this is how Facebook algorithms work this is how long I need to test my ad this is how many impressions I need to have uh-huh. those are all really great things foundationally to know about the platform but let's talk a little bit about the ads you now okay. what kind of you know, I've, I've worked a little bit on Facebook. I know a variety of ads that can work depending on who you're trying to reach. Uh, you know, I like doing the, the, the self-assessment type ads where, you know, you say, does this match you or you know uh-huh. what is your dream? Whatever. Those are my favorite kinds. Uh, but you know, let's just say in general, okay, I've got a product to sell. Uh, and we're going to go with the direct, right? Cause as we've talked about affiliate offers, it's not necessarily the best option to start your facebook ad journey on so you're selling something that's mm-hmm. your own okay you know you understand now kind of how facebook works what would you say would be the top two or three things to either test or in, to include in your facebook ads so that you can you know great. bring more of those people in who really want or are interested in what you're selling because you know you and i both know as copywriters you are never going to sell ice to an Eskimo, I mean, you might if they're not in Alaska. Some but the can. idea is that it, if it's a special kind of ice. Oh, but again, sure. you know, you have to sell something. You have to reach what people are already wanting. You so, know, if somebody is not looking for a Corvette, they're looking for a, a go kart for their kid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes, back to our car Um, You know, if you're looking for a Kia, because that's the kind of car you want. And you're trying to get sold a Corvette, you're never going to buy because it's such a disconnect. And that's not what you're looking for. But with Facebook, the idea behind using Facebook ads and using the targeting is that you can offer that item that somebody is actually interested in, is actually looking for. So how can I stop somebody in their tracks and say, hey, I got something for you? Okay, so... (laughs)
1: We're starting to get into Facebook strategy,
0: yay! <laughs> so
1: here's 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 the here's the way that that I approach Facebook ads for all of my clients when when I deal with with that aspect of it. There are two main parts of a Facebook ad, okay. That is the copy, the body, that 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 information that sits above the image or video, okay, and that can be short. I think it's like two, maybe four lines before you start getting that little C more. Uh, tag. And that kind of depends on how it's even formatted from there. So it's anywhere between three and a half to four lines, which is before that. That's important, because that's kind of your head, that's your headline area, that then can turn into a much longer post. And long posts on Facebook are not a bad thing. And yes, people read them. And when they, the more people that will read that long form copy are more likely to be your buyers.
0: And I want to I wanna point something out that you just said, that a lot of people kind of forget when dealing with Facebook ads. So Facebook, when you put in your information, it has an area for the description, for your body copy, and it has an area for your headline. But when you are using image-based ads on Facebook, the headline is not the first thing people see. The first thing people see are those first two or three lines of text that you're talking about, because the headline is below the image. Yes. So... The headline space, you need to put something eye-catching there, but also those two to three lines are kind of your, your main headline.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that's really w- w- where I was getting to. But at the same time, so yes, the copy catches attention. And as copywriters, we're very we're all like, oh, the copy matters. And it does to a point. Facebook, however, is driven by images. That's what catches people's attention the most. That's why emojis... As weird as it is, we're going back to the days of hieroglyphics because, you know, only, only recently <laughs> have cats, cats and images become text again, which is back to the days of hieroglyphics. But emojis, it is an image. It, it's, it's bright. It's colorful. It's not just black and white. It's catching people's attention. And so in a lot of the Facebook ads that I run, emojis are a part of it right? And sometimes it's like three of those giant red exclamation points that aren't actually giant on Facebook, right? but it's three of those red exclamation points. And it says, you know, hey, attention, uh, lovers of, you know, customized coffee mugs, right? Whatever it is to help pull them out and draw attention to them. So that's, so, and we can go into more about the copy on Facebook in there, in the, in the ad. The other part, you know, right, so there, there, I said there were two sections on a Facebook ad that really catch it. It is the image or video that you use. Now, here's the beautiful thing about working with Facebook as a platform in the manner in which it's given it, which you can at this stage right now. Facebook is always changing, so this may change in the future. But right now, it's an amazing feature of Facebook where you get to run four ads for the price of one, okay? And this is when you do it by ad set because you pay per ad set. And an ad set is basically all of the copy so the the words that you use in your post the headline the link that you use the description all of that information is all the same but you can add multiple images to therefore create multiple ads right so this is not a carousel because those don't work and they just waste your money at this stage facebook hasn't figured out how to actually make them profitable from all the testing that i've done but you can upload four different images and I think you can do the same thing with video. I don't run video ads very often, but I know you can do it with images. So you can upload four different images into your ad set and you effectively have created four different ads that are all run for the same for the price inside that you've got your ad set for. Now, you don't get, so if you run a $10 ad set, you don't get $10 to each uh, image version, you get $10 for the total ad set. But here's the beautiful thing about that you get to find out which images speak to your audience with the copy so you actually get some multiple testing that goes on there it's variation it's 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 a form of split testing in and of itself and Yay, Facebook, ab
0: testing yes it's,
1: it's it is it's ab testing and, and i recommend using four you can upload more i think you can upload you can upload a whole ton of them right
0: i want I, to say it's up to 10 per ad set up to Sounds 10 per ad right?
1: set keep it to four because first of all If you run 10, this is doing a massive split test against 10 different things. You have to have a massive budget to Mm -hmm. hit statistical significance. Okay. Doing it with four images, Facebook will then go, okay, I'm going to rotate through these four through my own algorithm as I'm running. So Kimberly Whitecamp is on her Facebook And she's scrolling through and she sees, you know, personalized coffee mugs with a version of, you know, some crazy chick in glasses holding a coffee mug saying, hey, this might be for you. Right. But you get the image there. Or maybe you get the image of just the cup itself. Or maybe you get the image of, you know, two people clinking their coffee mugs like it's a beer fest. Right. You know, there's so many different ways that you can you can kind of give this image. And so Kimberly is now scrolling through her feed and she sees one image one day, and then maybe she comes back the next day and it's a different image, but it's the same copy. Maybe the image speaks to her a little bit differently, but the copy then grabs her attention. There are so many different ways that you can do this, right? Because Facebook's algorithm is going to say, hey, if you didn't like this one, maybe you'll like this one, right? Or it's going to go, I'm going to send this out to a couple of different people, this type of person engaged with this image this type of person engaged with this image then on the back end what Facebook does is say more people engaged with this image or this image so maybe they maybe Facebook itself cuts it down to two right And so now you get those two images that have like that seems to be where all your ad spend is going because Facebook is determined that that's what's relevant to the people that they're showing it to so you get the opportunity to really have a four four um, four, ads for the price of one and you get your split testing you get some split testing done and you get to use Facebook's algorithm because it now has options and variations to send to people if it only had one ad one ad in one ad set so one image one piece of copy to send to Kimberly Whitecamp in her Facebook feed you'd see it once you might not see it for another couple of days and you'd see it once again and you might not see it for a couple of days because if you haven't interacted with that ad Facebook assumes you don't want it, and so it has nothing else to show you to try and optimize for itself.
0: Absolutely, and that's a it's a really great breakdown right there of, you know, what you need to understand before you dive into the Facebook ad game, because, you know, I, I've seen so many articles here recently about Facebook's changing its algorithm again, oh no, what am I going to do, now it's harder to get approved. But if you really look at the changes that they have made and the the different things now that you need to do to get approved, it's actually to your benefit because it's trying to optimize the experience for people. Because as exactly. we all know, when you walk into a store and within five seconds somebody walks up to you and starts trying to sell you the most expensive item in the store, you're like, no thanks, I'm going to leave. But if you get to walk into that store, if you get to look around a little bit, and then maybe after five or seven minutes, someone's like, can I help you find something? You're a lot more open to being like, yeah, you know what? I'm actually interested in this one thing. And then you can be led exactly to that. And it's the same type of thing in Facebook ads. If you uh, only give them one option, if you're incredibly, incredibly, incredibly salesy, people know, you know, I'm, I'm checking Facebook to see what my friends are up to, to see if, You know, my one friend in a foreign country has any new foods to talk about, those Uh types of things. So I don't want to see ad, 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 buy this, buy this, buy this, buy this. If you're going to tell me how to make some of those really foreign exotic foods click here, well, that might be kind of cool because I've seen that my friend had just eaten this amazing, really intriguing and fun looking thing. And I want to know how to make it myself because I can't travel right now, but maybe I can make it at home, right? Right. So that's where the idea of, you know, it has to be content and story centered for the Facebook ads because it, you, as you were saying, you want it to look native. You don't want it to look like here's another place for you to click to buy something.
1: Yep. And that really can happen. It can happen with minimal text and it can happen with a book, Inside the ad, I mean, it's it's amazing. It just depends on what it is that you're trying to get them to do. I mean, absolutely. I, I think I, I wrote an ad for for a company that said something along the lines of, you know, rediscover a two thousand year old ancient Chinese herb. Click learn more to find out. I mean, that was the extent of the ad, and then whatever image they decided to throw on it. That that in and of itself might make people go, oh, that's interesting. Let me click to learn more, right? Now, from there, it can go into all of the information about the product because you, you actually immediately, you know, there's different ways to call out your audience without going, hey, you, which by the way, Facebook doesn't like. If you sit there and put on Facebook that are you feeling horrible about yourself today? Do you look in the mirror and just hate what you see? Um, You know, are you at the bottom and the lowest point in your life? We can help. Guess what? This is not going to be approved by Facebook because this is where you have to understand how Facebook wants to work. Facebook wants you to be happy and stay on their platform. If you are thinking very bad about yourself because you read something that made you feel crappy, you do what? You go, no, I'm going to go close Facebook and go somewhere else. Facebook doesn't like that. So you cannot actually directly call people out on Facebook. It will shut you down and disapprove your ad every time.
0: Yeah, really. And, you know, I think this has been like a, a masterclass on the, the back end workings and algorithms of Facebook and what you need to do to <laughs> make it work best for you. Um, so do you have any, any final thoughts? or final words of wisdom for people out there who are wanting to, to test the waters of Facebook?
1: Uh, yeah, actually, it's, it's very simple. Let Facebook work, okay, which means you have to throw some money at it. You will learn a lot more about how Facebook works by, throw, by being willing to spend a little bit in ad spend just to see what the results are. Okay, There are lots of strategies and tactics on how to improve your Facebook game, but the number one thing that you can do really is be willing to spend some money just to see what happens, and you can't let it go for only just a couple of days.
0: Check us out at chattingwithcopywriters.com to view past episodes and look at the show notes. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a review or write us on your favorite podcast service like Apple Podcast or Spotify. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you never miss out on future episodes of Chatting with Copywriters.